This is the 630 Chad Elks Report. Time to check in with the uh, color commentator of Elks Radio right here on 630 Chad, Dave Campbell. Joining us Hello. this afternoon. Hello. Uh, what was shaking at practice today? You know, I, I think this is uh, looking like the third straight week we are going to have relatively no changes, which is, okay. uh, you know what, and some people might say, oh, but they're not good enough the way they are. And, okay, that's that's one take. Another take would be, uh, well, this is good because look at all those changes that were made earlier in the season. Like every week there was changes. I mean, I think this speaks to health. This speaks to Chris Jones being comfortable with this group and growing with this group. I mean, I'm looking at the injury report now and, uh, you know, really – there's there's no starters. They will get a special teamer back, it looks like, in Mike Dubasson, the defensive back who's uh, dealing with a calf injury last week. Uh, he was a full t- full participant. But, uh, you know, Jamin Pelly wasn't there on the D-line. Uh, he's was out with a, a personal issue. But overall, I mean, uh. this looks like a consistent roster. There are a unchanged roster, except for maybe you know one or two, three changes. Uh, but from the starting pers- starting group perspective, uh, it looks like it will be minimal changes, which is a good thing because Chris Jones is trying to find uh, a group again to grow with. And it's not like he wanted to make all these changes. It's just he kind of didn't have a choice. He had injuries and you know players that honestly he found out had no business being here. Well, yeah, and uh, three players released today. Yes, and the the biggest name, and we'll get to that name in a moment, but uh, Ethan McConzo, not Enoch, that's the brother, <laughs> they're brothers, oh, it's okay. Ethan, not Enoch, because I'm like, why did they release Enoch McConzo, the fourth overall pick? I go, um, they didn't, uh. so it's okay. Um, and they also released a receiver, Hakeem Butler, who played in one game and uh, not overly impressive. And uh, they, yeah, Charles Nelson, the biggest release. And, you know, I think more was expected of Charles Nelson as far as the return game. I had some success in the league as, as a returner with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but just couldn't find it here. Here's Chris Jones on the release of uh, Nelson. We're sitting here at the halfway mark, and, uh, you know, it's uh, one of the decisions that's very tough to make. But we've got to, uh, you know, evaluate some other guys and just see, you know, what might be there. So that's where they're at right now is, uh, you know, they're they're just trying to work in new people and try and figure this out. Uh, They had a... They had another returner today. I know uh, uh, Ed Ganey was doing some returning, the, the veteran defensive back. Um, just trying to pull up the name here, so bear with me. Go to the practice squad, Dave. Go to the practice <laughs> squad. It's right there. Um, or is it? I don't know. Uh, just one moment here. Uh, it is uh, – I can't find his name. Anyway, I, I will find – oh, there it is. Dylan Mitchell. Okay. That's his name. He's a receiver. He's American. Um, he played uh, with the Minnesota Vikings and uh, also played with the Oregon Ducks. Finished with uh, 10 touchdowns and a program uh, single-season record of 1,184 yards. So he can fly, so he's going to likely get mm-hmm. a chance on Friday in Ottawa to uh, be the returner. What's uh, Chris Jones' attitude right now? He's frustrated. You know, he's clearly frustrated the way they're playing games right now. He says we are getting closer to being a more finished product, but he said, you know, I asked him point blank, uh, you know, here you are playing cat and mouse all game long with the riders. You, you get the lead, you lose the lead, you get it back, you lose it, but you find ways to get it back. And then 
the last five minutes could just completely fall apart. He said penalties, penalties, penalties. That's that's the basis, basically the big area. I had no idea out of the 140 penalties that uh, yards and penalties that were taken that I think it was 102 taken by the defense alone. Um, now it seemed like the defense were more the culprits than the offense with the you know after the whistle plays and the unnecessary roughness plays. But yeah, it. Uh, it was not a good night for the defense from a standpoint of gifting yardage and keeping the riders on the field. They played probably their best performance of the season as far as getting after Cody Fajardo with pressure and with uh, with turnovers again and with coverages. But unfortunately, they just gifted too many yards and too many opportunities for the right. riders to stay on the field, and it really killed them at the end. Well, if there's two games that they might be able to win for, you know, it's the, against the, uh, the, the Red Blacks coming up here. So fingers crossed. Dave, thanks for the update. We'll chat again. Well, we'll chat in an hour. <laughs> yeah, we will. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we'll talk Elks again tomorrow. Dave Campbell <laughs> checking in this afternoon. Your Cullen commentator, Elks Radio, right here on 630 Chat.